This week's Parsha, Parsha's Vayigash, ends in a very interesting place, in a very interesting period of time. On the one hand, we end on a high note. Finally, Yosef has been reunited with his father, Yaakov. Yosef has been reunited with all of his brothers, with Binyamin. Um, Yaakov and the entire family has been settled comfortably in Mitzrayim. Yosef is feeding them during the time of famine. So the Parsha ends on a high note after a saga of a number of Parshas of strife and of disconnect. Everyone is back together and everyone is in Mitzrayim. On the other hand, the fact that everyone is settling in Mitzrayim in Egypt is really the groundwork for what's going to be the most bitter exile, the exile of Egypt, 210 years of slavery, of bondage in Mitzrayim that they're not going to get out of until Moshe Rabbeinu again 200 years later. So this parsha ends on this interesting high and low note. A note of togetherness and the discord has been solved and everyone's reunited, but they're in Mitzrayim laying the groundwork for this terrible gullus that's coming. And the truth is that this is very much alluded to in the very last Pasuk of this Parsha. The Pasuk the reads, Vayeshev Yisrael Be'eretz Mitzrayim Be'eretz Goshen, that Yisrael, which means Yaakov and his family, they lived in the land of Mitzrayim, in the land of Goshen, in the uh, city of Goshen. Rashi translates to mean that they acquired it. They acquired this land. It became like their place. And they, they were fruitful and multiplied there. So, again, they acquired the land. The land became theirs. Which gives us a very positive picture as to the situation there. In fact, there's a medrash that says that is even a term of inheritance. Not just they acquired the land or the city of Goshen, but they inherited it. And that goes back much earlier in the Chumash. We know that Sarah, um, Yaakov's grandmother, right, the, the first of our Imois, of our matriarchs, was taken captive by Pari, but ultimately Pari releases her and gives her a tremendous amount of gifts. The Medrash says one of the gifts he gave Sarah was the city of Goshen. So that later when the Jewish people lived in Goshen, they were really living in the area that was already gifted to them and they inherited from Sarah Imenu. Be that as it may, so on the one hand the Pasuk finishes the Parsha by telling us that the Jewish people acquired this land and they, they lived in this land quite comfortably. On the other hand, there's a Medrash that reads this Pasuk this, and, and, and translates or interprets it to the, in an opposite way. It says that they were in Erez Goshen, the land held on to them, the land acquired them so that they could not leave it. So we have the same word. Rashi says, that the Jewish people acquired the land of Goshen where they lived. And the Medrash says, that the land, the city of Goshen acquired the people, they were captive in the land. And how is it that the same word could be translated in two ways that are not just different, but totally opposite? Who's, are, is, are the people acquiring the land, or is the land acquiring and making captive the people within it? And the Rebbe tells us that herein lies a tremendous general message about Golos, about exile, and exile throughout the generations. Of course, as I said, this is here laying the groundwork for the first exile, the exile of Mitzrayim, which is really the father of all exiles that, that are going to be until this very day. 
when we're in exile, sometimes we're oppressed, sometimes it's very difficult, sometimes we're clearly persecuted and in pain, but sometimes in Golos and in exile, we prosper and we might be doing well. We might be doing well physically, we might even be doing well spiritually in different times and stages and ages of Golos of exile. But a Jew has to know, has to remember, that if we're not home, if we're not in Eretz Yisrael, if we're not with our own independent monarchy, with our Beis HaMikdash, if we're in exile, we're in a place that we are not at home, and we're captive to that place, and that place affects us negatively, even at the same time that we're prospering and seemingly doing well. Because when we're not home, when we're not in the place we're supposed to be, in a time of revelation, in a time of Hashem's blessing, in Eretz Yisrael, in the way it's supposed to be, we're in exile, we're captive of the place that we're at. And we must remember that. And therefore we can never be complacent and comfortable. We always turn to Hashem and we daven in every tefillah that we say. We daven for many times in every tefillah that we say. For the coming of Mashiach and to be returned to our holy land, to Eretz Yisrael, and have the freedom and have the Beis HaMikdash. And only then can we truly be comfortable. And that then is the message of this ending of this Parsha with this double and opposite interpretation of the words. On the one hand, true, it was a good time. It's true they acquired the city and they lived there and they were, they were fruitful there. On the other point, the Medrash says, let's not forget, it was, it's still Mitzrayim, it's Egypt, and they were ultimately captive in a place that was foreign to them and therefore a place that they weren't at home and davened to be able to be redeemed from there and go back to Eretz Yisrael. But one last point. One additional point in the interpretation that is that they were acquiring the land, although it was Golis, although it was exile. Because ultimately, this that they were in exile, and this that we are in exile, and this that we've been in exile until Mashiach comes, is because we have a mission here, and that's to acquire the lands that we go to. What does that mean, acquire? That means to bring to find the holiness within them. In Kabbalistic terms, to elicit the holy sparks, the sparks of Kedusha that are spread in every part of this world. We're here in exile in order to acquire this and make this a place of Kedusha as well. And this becomes yet another deep, deeper meaning in this ending of this week's Parsha. So therefore the messages, the messages for Golos, for exile, until the coming of Mashiach is, on the one hand, we, might be pro- we may prosper, we may do well in Golos. On the other hand, we have to remember, it's not home. We're captives there. We have to be returned. We daven every day to be returned. And, and additionally, we know we're here in order to, to, to acquire, in order to find the Kedusha in every part of this world, to reveal that Kedusha through our being in Golos, and ultimately very soon, to, fill, to fulfill that mission and bring that mission to its fruition with the coming of Mashiach, when we do return back home, together with all of the Kedusha that we found and acquired and elicited throughout this lengthy Golos, may it be speedily in our time, the coming of Mashiach Sitkenu, speedily today. Have a wonderful Shabbos.